Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Sudagar. Uh, we're going to be talking about quantum dots and nanomedicine. So, uh, Dr. Sudagar, how are you doing? Yeah, fantastic, Jacob. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me to share my experience and my discovery uh, to your podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, tell me, what, what are you working on? Let's let's start with that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm a Sakim to Rice Six Star Fellow and Group Leader in Swansea University, United Kingdom. And uh, mainly I'm working on material science engineering area. So today okay. I'm going to share about my recent uh, research discovery and my future futuristic uh, idea or my plan uh, to you. Yeah. Okay, so material science. So what 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 uh, is your research about? Yeah, mainly uh, my research is focused on uh, developing the low-cost semiconductor nanoparticle and quantum dots for multifunctional applications. I can say it's, uh, uh, my nanoparticles will be applied in uh, energy, environmental, and healthcare application. Uh, so... But what is a, what, what is a quantum dot? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, quantum dots, uh, it's, a, it's a semiconductor material. Uh, it's a, we can explain it on the, based on the size of the particle, okay? So, uh, basically, the quantum dots are extremely low-dimensional nanoparticle. Uh, most of the people uh, came across about the nanotechnology and nanoparticle. Okay, so I can say it is the particle size between the one to ten nanometer. It is called the quantum dots. Uh, so it is an extremely, extremely very low-size nanoparticle. Okay, for more understanding, uh, uh, I will explain in a very simple way. Uh, for example, I will give you a uh, simple comparison between the, what is the quantum dot and with the uh, human hair. Okay? Uh, okay. For example, uh, uh, if you compare the diameter of the quantum dots with the human hair, diameter of the human hair, but now you can imagine that how quantum dots very tiny. So it's about uh, uh, actually the quantum dot is uh, less than almost 14. 14,000 times lesser than the diameter of the human hair. So now you can imagine how the, it's a very small size. How about um, the diameter of a quantum dot versus the diameter of various atoms? Okay, for example, uh, atom, atoms are even lesser than the quantum dots. Actually, right. atoms are sometimes, you know, uh, for example, less than one nanometer. Uh, so uh, I can say the it, it's in between the atoms and the molecules. The quantum dot size are in between the atoms and molecules. Uh, so it's about a one to ten nanometer. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That gives me a, a good idea of, of both scales. Okay. And why is it called a quantum dot? So is it a, is the particle? I mean, it's a molecule, right? The particle. It's made up of multiple atoms. Ah uh, yes. Actually, it is a it's a purely inorganic materials. It's not an uh, not an organic stuff. Uh, why it's called quantum dot? Because uh, we call it as a quantum size effect. Actually, mm. uh, uh, whether these materials uh, fall or follow the quantum mechanics behavior, so it is called quantum dots. The dot, the word itself, it means the zero dimension dot. You mean simple dot, for example. So why it's a zero dimension? You know, 
mathematical point of view the uh, what do you say the zero or uh, or the zero dimension or the spherical structure don't have any dimension so the similar way the quantum dot doesn't have any dimension so it 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 obviously it follow the quantum dot mechanism so the word come from the you know, quantum mechanics behavior and the zero dimensional i mean the dimension less both it combined it's called as a quantum dot so the quantum dot is simply zero dimensional material do most um, molecules have any quantum effects or only certain ones and that's why this is a quantum dot and let's say water a water molecule is not oh, oh yes actually yeah now we are uh, very seriously we can uh, discuss about the uh, quantum size effect or uh, quantum dot uh, you can i will give you a one comparison take a, a rectangular box okay so the rectangular box have a, a length breadth and width so i can say it is a three dimension okay so if i slash it in a very small small boxes you know for example in top to down so now if you make it a very extremely thin sizes you know slices now the 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 height of the slices are extremely less now you have only two dimension for example at the length and breadth so okay. now the three dimensional box is reduced to two dimension okay right. so again you make it a, a cutting in a you know very 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 thinner slices so you can get a only you know one dimension okay so now the uh, uh, what do you say the process is the three dimensional the macro macro particles are downsizing to two dimensional and the two dimensional into one dimension again if you are cutting again again it goes to zero dimension so now the question is is it the physical or chemical property of the, the three dimensional uh, particle and the zero dimensional particle because uh, in in practical point of view the both metrics are same because i am the zero dimensional or one dimensional or two dimensional materials are derived from the same three dimensional so obviously everyone expecting okay all, all these three materials are derived from the three dimensional so we are thinking all properties are same but in scientific point of view in quantum mechanics point of view the all the physical properties are very different okay so for example that the temperature i mean the, the melting point of the three dimensional material uh, is uh, is you know uh, is entirely different from the zero dimensional material even though it is the same material okay so quantum dot size effect whenever the particle size is uh, less than 1 to 10 nanometer i mean less than 10 nanometer the quantum dot effect is very very high compared to 100 nanoparticle so that's why we choose we go the very very low dimensional we go the low dimensional you can get a very fantastic optical property uh, like a thermoelectric property or magnetic property something you know so overall i can say when you go the downsizing you, you can you can get a very impressive properties yeah. what kind of um, materials can become zero dimensional quantum dots okay simply i can say uh, semiconductor quantum dots uh, you know uh, you know the uh, difference uh, the simple difference is the metal semiconductor and insulator right so the only the quantum dots only come from the semiconductors the semiconductor what is the difference between the semiconductor and metal uh, metal don't have any band gap any separate band gap but semiconductor have a very distinct band gap you know two different band gaps like a valency band and conduction band so all the quantum dots are from the semiconductor okay what can, what are the semiconductors we can try the most famous or most expected quantum dots are the cadmium sulfide cadmium selenide and lead sulfide these three materials are very very fascinated and uh, you know highly researched material in the quantum dot field do you make nanoparticle size nanoparticle size nanoparticles of cadmium sulfide for instance you'll put them all exactly. together and what what will what kind of properties will they have that regular semiconductors don't oh yeah that's a good question okay 
for example uh, i can give you a good example uh, how uh, if you are downsize in the quantum dots for example i will give you a simple comparison 10 nanometer quantum dot 5 nanometer quantum dot and 1 nanometer quantum dot if you are changing the particle size of the quantum dots you are getting the you are getting the different type of color emission the color emission is a light emitting behavior so i can simply make a, a quantum dot leds just simply tuning the particle size the same material uh, everything you know same property only the thing is it emitting different colors just tuning mm-hmm. the particle size so this is the beauty of the quantum dot so whenever you change the very tiny 1 to 2 nanometer for example 1 nanometer it will emit a red color on the uh, what do you say when you change the color it emit the blue color so uh if you compare the 10 nanometer quantum dots and 1 nanometer nanoparticle i mean 1 nanometer quantum dot the color emission behavior is entirely well you know what would be the usefulness of that oh for example yeah so what is the use of it if you go to the market television market you know in shopping shopping mall nowadays you can see a lot of quantum dot led tvs you know so earlier there are many uh, the televisions are coming in the organic material based television it called oled so uh, the oled uh, screens are really very very uh, high uh, pixels clarity mm-hmm. right? but the problem is the organic stuff are really expensive because it's all synthetic materials it's very expensive but in the case of quantum dots it's uh, relatively cheaper than uh, organic materials uh, even in fact uh, the quantum dots color emitting behavior or especially in uh, display applications it's more more high pixels uh, capacity than the oled tv but uh, compared to the uh, what is it the price point of view it's very cheaper so all hmm. this i explained you know the color emitting behavior in different colors is highly helpful in the display applications okay well, that's great what um what are the properties of quantum dots make them useful i mean tvs is wonderful and all that but you know it would be nice to have like some uh, real yeah. killer applications uh, yes yes actually yeah actually uh, you are right uh, the cadmium component itself is uh, one of the well known toxic element uh, but in in scientifically the cadmium sulfide is a one of the best element you know best semiconductor for uh, optical i mean the uh, light harvesting property especially solar energy applications uh, you can apply it in a solar cells can apply it to the solar fuel cells for example uh, uh, put the quantum dots inside the water and put it in under the sunlight hmm. you can split the water into hydrogen and oxygen you know it's a one of the fantastic application for futuristic way but the again the problem is the how we can prevent the toxicity from the cadmium element there are two ways you can utilize the the similar synthesized protocol and you can replace the cadmium instead you can apply you can uh, with the biocompatible material like a indium or any kind of uh, other materials instead of cadmium this is the first way that prepare the similar semiconductor quantum dots uh, just replacing the cadmium this is the first way the second way if we can cover the entire layer with uh, another treatment or simply we are hiding the uh, cadmium sur- uh, sulfate surface to interact directly with the uh, target uh, application like a water or uh, what you say if you are insert inside the body you know so it's called passivation so now people are working on a lot of new technologies are coming for uh, passivating the quantum dot surface so even though the, the cadmium is the problem still we have a lot of chance or opportunities you can cover the cadmium surface so it won't be a problem yeah how um if you're going to use this in um, a solar cell or if you're going to use this to uh you know split water does it have much better efficiency than current methods like what are the benefits of using it 
Oh yes, actually. Um, for example, in in the quantum dot cells, yeah, almost more than seven or eight years I have been working on quantum dot based solar cells also. Uh, there are two type of uh, quantum that quantum dot based solar cell. The one is uh, uh, simply directly applying the quantum dots on the substrate or the target, make it a PN junction layer. What you are seeing in the market, like silicon solar cell, silicon solar cells have a PN junction, P types uh, silicon and N type silicon. Right. The same way, you can code the quantum dots, P type quantum dots, for example, cadmium sulfate is a fantastic, uh, sorry, N type quantum dots, and you can choose the P-type uh, uh, any other uh, uh, semiconductor nanoparticles, or you can put it some organic layer on the quantum dots. You can make it a very nice uh, uh, PN junction quantum, uh, quantum dot solar cell. This is the one method. The second method uh, we call it is a uh, what do you say the um, uh, dye sensorized solar cell. Uh, the the organic dye materials are coated on the metal oxide or sensitized on the metal oxide. It will act as a photo anode. For example, it absorbs a solar light directly to the electrode and it, it participates in the catalysis reaction and it gives the electron to the another circuit. It produces the current simply. So we call it as a dye sensitive solar cell. Uh, what we can do usually, we just replace the dye molecules and applying the quantum dots. Because I told you know that the quantum dots, semiconductor quantum dots, very, very cheaper compared to the organic molecules, organic dye molecules. So, uh, these cadmium sulfate quantum dots, you can apply coated on the titanium dioxide, for example, and it, it is a very good P-type photoanode, and we are applying in a quantum dot sensitized solar cell. So, uh, there are two ways. The quantum dots can be applied in either in a quantum dot solar cell or quantum dot sensitized solar cell. Uh, more or less uh, around the quantum dot sensitized solar cell case, nowadays about uh, 5 to 6% efficiency is giving. Uh, in the case of quantum dot solar cells, uh, now they reached almost 9 to 10 percent. Okay. Uh, I think this is one of the futuristic devices. Uh, in the case of uh, quantum uh, dots in a water splitting fuel generation, yeah, it's uh, it's not a new technology. It's almost last 30 years so people are applying quantum uh, uh, cadmium sulfide. But the quantum dots are started just 10 years before. You know, uh, once the sophisticated instruments comes. We can see the very nano-sized particles, atom-sized particles. So now the uh, quantum dots applications are much, much more coming, you know, these days. Uh, now I can say the, the, one of the problem in quantum dots in a solar fuel application, in a long time, light irradiation on quantum dot surface, it uh, produce or it create a photo corrosion issue. This is a big problem. So that's why I told, you know, uh, the, um, the one of the best way can protect the quantum dot surface with passivation layer, either metal oxide layer or some polymer layer. It it, it will be a best candidate in a mm. even it, uh, in a, in view of a long term uh, photostability. So oh, these so are it, the it, two major applications. So it degrades after a while after it's hit with enough photons, the the quantum dots degrade into something else. Uh, yes, yes. What other um, quantum properties? You know, you call them quantum dots. I mean, what other properties do they have that makes them unique besides emitting specific colors depending on size yeah any other properties yeah, and, uh, that are quantum related i mean um, let's say you have a junction and it gets to be small enough does it reduce oh. electron tunneling does it have other properties for semiconductors for instance or you know how about health oh, yeah, exactly. health and medicine what oh, about yeah, there yeah. yeah for example uh, we can we can talk about uh, charge carrier lifetime for example the how the charge excitons, once they're creating the electron and photo holes in the 
photo absorber layer for example on the quantum nodes uh, usually uh, uh, whenever we quickly uh, separate the photo charge carriers into the you know uh, anode or cathode side our efficiency will be very high that's a uh, uh, simply i can say it is a charge separation exactly. will uh, improve the charge collection efficiency now if you compare the nanoparticle and quantum dot same material for example take a cadmium sulfate nanoparticle cadmium sulfate quantum dots and you can compare with the one type molecules okay uh, under the identical condition you are applying the light uh, you can see the quantum dots uh, uh, the charge carrier uh, what is it the charge uh, injection or the charge separation efficiency is much much better in the case of quantum dots because of the uh, what is it the quantum size effect or multiple exciton generation effect so uh, these are the very very interesting properties in view of uh, charge transfer characteristics uh, so i can say simply quantum dots are uh, best in view of high charge collection efficiency how about in uh, medicine are quantum dots going to be useful in any medical applications oh yes exactly so that's the part of my research you know the recent uh, work um, we call it is uh, nanoparticles or quantum dots or uh, uh, drug carriers because um, uh, for example in uh, cancer treatment is one of the best example i can say uh, the problem is when you take the oral medicine for uh, cancer uh, you know treatment it goes to the you know it's even it it it, it affect uh, not only the cancer cell it, it also affect the normal cells healthy cells you know so that's why it's uh, very painful and uh, it's uh, not a very uh, feasible way to treat the cancer cell uh, when compared to the you know if you are applying the same uh, drug medicine on the target vehicle so it it can go to the exactly you know the the target area and only kill the cancer cell i can say it is a selective drug delivery so all hmm. these kind of selective drug del- delivery the quantum dots or nanoparticles are the best drug vehicle why the why the quantum dots are best drug vehicle is uh, the size of the quantum dots i say again i already mentioned that it's about 2 uh, uh, to 5 nanometer for example this size is almost equal to the uh, core size of the cell the, you know if you take the cell in a macro macro macroscopic view cancer cell you know it have a, a small tiny pores on the wall this wall pore size is about nanometer so this quantum dots lesser than the pore size so it can easily penetrate inside the wall and it goes in a, go to a, you know go up to the mitochondria and it uh, uh, what is it kill the cancer cell or deliver the drug inside the cancer cell very effectively so, so in the point of view it is the best drug vehicle uh, like i can say how do you get a specific drug to adhere to the uh, the quantum nan or the nanoparticles themselves do they do they have to have a certain structure or is there something about them oh, that yes. makes drugs stick to them yeah yes exactly yeah it's just a good question actually uh, there is a, it is a, there are two separate phases uh, the developing quantum dots is a, it's a, one of the material science part the another collaboration part you know the key role is a, about the Uh, what is it uh, it's a connecting the quantum dots on the drug we call it is a uh, kind of enzymes you know you have to choose the enzymes or antibody uh, which is uh, suitable for the cancer uh, as you know the cancers are different type of cancer cell, cell is there so we have to carefully choose the which antibody or enzyme will you know uh, uh, suitable for the cancer uh, the particular cancer so uh, we have to 
design some enzymes or antibody and that antibody or enzyme should uh, load up on the drug. So uh, there are two different components. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting. What, um, uh, how far along is that research? Are, you, uh, are there drugs out there right now that are, you know... Uh... Oh, in my, re- in my research, you're, you're asking? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, as you know, I'm a, basically, I'm a material science engineering. I'm not a biologist. So all this work I've done through my collaboration uh, in India and UK. Uh, particularly, the uh, uh, the TLIF or derived uh, quantum dots is really interesting because uh, in our case we didn't uh, load any drug on the quantum dots. Uh, what we're expecting uh, the quantum dots are only as a drug uh, vehicle. It doesn't have any uh, you know medical treat, you know uh, curing property. But uh, unexpectedly, you know the when we are synthesized these quantum dots from the deep particle, uh, you know, the, some of the organic moieties, for example, polyphenol, vitamins, chlorophylls, mm. all these organic moieties come from the tea leaf, it loaded or uh, coated on the quantum dots. Because in, in our case, synthesize, after the synthesis, we, we didn't do any post-treatment, just we synthesized from the uh, tea leaf extract and put it in the uh, quantum dot synthesis. So now we are getting the, not only pure quantum dots, quantum dots with the tea leaf ex- extract moieties, you know. So surprisingly, these uh, uh, quantum dots, you know, with the TLIP moieties, when we tested in a British experiments, you know, cancer cells, it, it killed the cancer cell. It, it, this is an unexpected one because the the purpose of our experiment, we just testing in a bioimaging because I told, you know, the quantum dots have a very good light emitting behavior. Mm. So our idea is just to want to see the cancer cells. It's for like a bioimaging application. But unexpectedly, you know, it's, it's surprisingly we see that uh, some of the parts, you know, the color, I mean, the cancer cells or the, some of the patches or, you know, it's called apoptosis effect. Right? So right. we just see that some of the parts are killed or degraded or damaged by the quantum dots. Then, okay, now the process is something is happening there. So we make a systematic research again. We, uh, we, we take the cell line again and put the quantum dots in different dose level, like a 10 microgram and 20 microgram, 30 microgram, and then compare with without treatment and repeat the experiments. So here, uh, is still the, uh, uh, we, 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 the real, uh, what do you say, the, the mechanism is not clear how it kills. But something mm. what we have speculated, the synergetic effect, like a quantum dot, as well as the t moieties together, you know, it's penetrating to the cell pores, uh, you know, uh, uh, into the wall, and it attacks the mitochondria, and uh, and mostly it, it try to damage the DNA. So as you know, the um, most of the cancer information is, you know, the wrong information is uh, uh, spreading as a tumor through the DNA multiplication. So once you damage the DNA information, so the the tumor uh, cell is in a further growth is inhibited or degraded. So this is happening in my case. Are you, um, <clears throat> so you using the quantum dots as carriers, but can you take organic substances and make them small enough that they, they have quantum effects, that they become quantum dots, or are there only certain materials you can make into quantum dots that would act as carriers? Have you tried to make other materials into, you know, five well, nanometer size and make them quantum dots? That's very interesting, Jacob. Yeah, it is a good idea, actually. Yeah, next is our plan is uh, we are going to try and get different materials because uh, uh, everyone is hesitant about the cadmium. 
So the next idea is we are going to use the same tea leaf and trying with the uh, different quantum dots and and see the and we are going to change the extract concentration or different processing or different type of leaves from the different forms you know locations and uh, we will again test in uh, different materials. That's the first way. Uh, first form. Uh, we have a future future work and second work uh, we would like to test with the uh, uh, dye molecules as you know uh, uh, we compare the same drug material and put it in the same cell line and check the uh, efficiency bioimaging efficiency which one is better or something and try to identify the mechanisms yeah have you found any um, evidence of quantum dots in nature from other materials that you haven't used to make quantum dots Oh, okay. Uh, you mean the, um, it's uh, it's compared to the previous reports or something like that you're asking, right? Well, in, in nature, um, have you seen any organic molecules uh, become quantum dots or have you seen any other compounds that you you didn't deliberately make? They're just naturally occurring. Are there any naturally occurring uh, quantum oh, you dots? Mean some, some Okay, I can understand like there's some other plant extract or other one, right? You are, you, are, you are telling like that? Well, whether it's organic or inorganic, are there any naturally occurring uh, substances that, that are quantum dot size? Okay, um, yeah, we didn't try that, it's, but it's a good idea. I mean, we can, we can do it later, I mean, so we will compare it, how it will work, yeah. Okay, very good. Um, all right, so what's a way for listeners to find out more about your research and get in contact with you or the lab? Oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, I, uh, what do you say then? You mean the, how you contacting my lab? Or yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're okay with that, how, what's the best way for people to contact you? Oh yeah, yes. Actually, uh, you can find me through Google, for example, Sudagar Pichaimuthu. So it will give a link to my Swansea University link, and I have my own group page. Uh, so everything connected to the Google, and I have my, I mentioned my email ID. So. Um, it's, it's a big uh, long name, s.pichaimuthu at swansea.ac.uk. You can reach through the email. Uh, and as well as you can reach, I'm, um, I'm always available in social media. Uh, Sudagar Pichaimuthu in Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. So I'm very flexible and very open to contact the, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, those who are interested to collaboration to with my group. I'm very open. And uh, anybody can reach through the Google. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, Dr. Sudagar, thank you for your time. It's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jacob. Thank you very much for this opportunity. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.